Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Interesting story here. Five surefire ways to cure a New Year's Eve hangover. Yeah, none oh, of them work. That's right. Amateur night's coming up. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. Kids are going to be heading out, getting all stupid. Uh, here's one surefire way to make sure that you don't have a hangover on New Year's Eve. Uh, don't drink? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number one. Jack. Don't, just don't drink. Uh, fried salty food for breakfast? Is that legit or is that a myth? Sam, I'm a recovering alcoholic. Well, you should know. <laughs> Seems well, like the right guy to ask. You, you know, You know what I took? The next morning when I had a hangover? A glass of vodka? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have time to cook <laughs> fried salty food. A little bacon, little eggs. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Uh, liquid and more liquid. Okay. Well, duh. Yeah, rehydrate. Yeah. No. Okay. They always say that. You know, drink a drink. But that's not an immediate fix. I mean, that's going to take hours before that headache goes away. Which is why they always tell you if you're going out drinking, drink. Drink the Gatorade. Drink water. Drink, drink, drink water. Drink, drink. Uh, Bananas. Really? Take a nap, huh? Yeah, right. How long's the nap? Twelve hours? (laughs) And then move. Yes, laying around and not doing anything because you feel horrible and hungover makes it last longer. Says here, even if you're not feeling that great, it is a good idea to move your body, but just a bit. Go for a walk. Maybe do some yoga. Or some stretching. Now, I can't say that I'm completely opposed to the whole how can I drink way too much and not feel the pain the next day thing. Uh, in my college days, we would always get Gatorade the night before and put it by our beds. So we all had a nice big 24-ounce Gatorade sitting there ready for when we got back from the bar. But so you never you remember hide, to so, drink it. <laughs> so you could hide. Well, Then you just you wake up with a full Gatorade did, next to you. You never wake up in the middle of the night and reach you, over do, to. Do you never wake up in the middle of the night? I do, yeah, quite often. Dude, it got so bad um, at one point. Um, this wasn't during the relapse. This was years ago when I was still active. Where I would, and I'm not bragging because there's nothing to brag about. Where I would sleep with a bottle of vodka on my end table. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that when I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, I, w- I would not drink water. I would drink vodka. Isn't that terrible? Well, I mean, I guess it kept the hangover away. Uh, <laughs> they say that a coconut smoothie is a good way to get rid of the old... A coconut smoothie. Yeah. Morning right. after hangover headache. Uh, 
they say avocado toast is good. That's not really greasy. I don't know. Hmm. Just be responsible, kids. Uber. I, 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 there is You could not pay me to go out on New Year's Eve. No way. And, and, and there is no excuse. I'm glad you brought that up, Sam. That's a great point. In today's, not that there was ever an excuse for drunk driving, because there never was. But now there really isn't. With Uber and Lyft and everything, there is no excuse. Well, at one point, it was borderline the norm. Granted, that was prior to them making it illegal to drink and drive. But you're telling me I can't work a 12-hour shift and, come, come and get me. drink a couple Budweiser's on the way home? Come and get me. Best part about that video is at the end, they're like, next you know they'll be making us wear seatbelts. <laughs> yep. Good job, Nostradamus. And then they won't let us drink and drive, and then they're going to make us put on seatbelts. <laughs> uh, Amazon Prime Video Viewers. Seeking to avoid ads during your favorite shows and movies will now have to pay an extra $2.99 per month starting in late January. The ad-free tier will officially roll out on January 29th and come on top of the $139 annual cost of an Amazon Prime subscription. Okay. Uh, that means users who choose not to pay the extra fee to go ad-free We'll start seeing commercials on Prime Video starting on January 29th. Okay, can we just go back to cable? I get that it's all about the on-demand. I can watch whatever right. I want to watch. I have a variety of services to pick from. But just go back to cable with all this. Well, now you can pay $2 more to have it ad-free. See, I, I, and I remember when, when we were all starting to, quote, cut the cord. You remember that? Yeah, you and were opposed. I was. Yeah, you were a cable guy. Do you, do you remember why? CNN. Well, no, well, why? No, I don't remember no, because why. I could have gotten YouTube TV. I, I get CNN. I, I, I have YouTube TV now uh, because of it, this very thing. They, they were going to start splitting stuff up so that it it would it would not end up being cheaper. It would end up being more expensive. And that's where we're at. If you wanted to watch what you really wanted to watch. Now, you can go on the streaming diet. And just say, well, you know what? Screw that. I'm only going to get Netflix or screw that. I'm only doing YouTube TV. Uh, but if you want uh, if you want KU basketball, you have to get ESPN+. Plus. There's just no other way to watch it anymore. Right. Right? Um, did you notice the NFL started putting games on Peacock last weekend? Had their first ever Peacock-only game. Yeah, that was a Saturday game, wasn't mm -hmm. it? That's right. Yeah. Saturday night game. We were at a bar, and they couldn't pull it up. Because it was Peacock only. Yep. All right. So you want to watch uh, Disney movies with your kid or you're a big Star Wars fan? You have to get Disney Plus. Oh, you like Yellowstone? Paramount Plus. Well, and the big argument before was why am I paying 150 bucks for 300 channels that I only want four of them? Mm -hmm. Well, now you're paying 150 bucks for basically the equivalent of only eight channels. For, for eight streaming services yeah. because... They each have one show that you want, and they all have ads. So you didn't, you don't mm -hmm. have the immediacy and the full viewing pleasure of what Netflix once was. I remember the original Netflix when they first whipped up their www.netflix.com, and we didn't have to wait for the discs anymore. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Now it's I'm like reluctant to click on the Netflix button. Why? Be well, one because I, it's my most used streaming service so i've seen most of everything that i'm in, in, interested on it but why are, why are you hesitant to click on it i mean 
it's just not as appealing anymore. I'd almost rather pick up because I was a big channel changer. I loved the last button on my TV remote, uh, and it's almost I, I almost miss the appealing Being nature able to of bounce back and forth. Yeah, I don't have to actually pick what I want to watch. See, you pick it for me, and I'll flip between the two. Netflix is the one streaming service I don't have. I do not have Netflix. Now, they do have all of the original movies that when you sit down and think about a classic movie, like, man, I haven't seen that movie in 20 years. You pull mm-hmm. it up. It's right mm-hmm. there on Netflix. Yeah, but you can do that on YouTube. True. Just go to the search. I mean, it, it's probably played in the last month, right? Yeah. Just type in Red Dawn. Let's go back to uh, let's go back to cable, got ladies a, and gentlemen. Got a hankering for Red Dawn with Charlie Sheen. Well, HBO action. 913-586-7798. 586 7798. That guy over there is Sam Stevie. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. All right, welcome back. Good to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. A little chilly today. Gloomy. Yeah, uh, where's the sun, been? man? I tell you what. Although we're finally getting the snow, I'm so happy about it. You're kidding, right? I left I left my house once yesterday. I was at home the entire day, and it was just because it was snowing, and I wanted to drive around in it. Oh, and Sam. I was stuck. It was oh, sad. Sam. It was very sad. Oh. I like snow. I'm weird. The, the, this season, and, and listen, I love life. I love Jesus. I love family. There is nothing about the winter. I, I don't even be, be like a Debbie Downer. But it's I, been like springtime this whole month. Except Until the last sun, week. Except there's no sun. Well, that's true. Yeah. Are we turning into Portland? Is it just going to be rainy season and sunny it's season? Like Venus yeah. around here. You know, the sun comes up at what seven thirty in the morning. It's down at five o'clock at night. Uh huh. Yeah. It's dude, dude dark I, right now. And, and and I'm telling you right now, you know, I'm I'm positive about this. I, I think about days like today, and I'm like, you know. The shortest day of the year is December 21st, and now every day we get like an extra minute or two minutes of sunlight. I do not know how I survived in Anchorage, Alaska. Well, yeah, we're three months of the year. You don't get sun Where at there, all. There's no sun yeah. at all. But then again, three months of the year, you it, have sunny straight all the sun. Time. Yeah. yeah. And I do not know how people live in like Norway or Sweden I would lose my mind. See, I walked out of the grocery store this morning with two handfuls of groceries. First time I had been in two weeks, which is never a good idea. And uh, it was coming down. And I mean coming down. And people around me were like, oh, man, and going back into the store to wait it out. I just walked right out into it with a smile on my face. Although, when was the last time we had, like, a big snowfall? One that stuck and stuck around for a while? We're, like... We're, we're on the radio going, be careful when you're out driving. I think we had one last season. One day. Yeah, hmm. just one. Uh, Apple has stopped selling the Apple Watch Series 9 and the Ultra 2 in the United States because of an ongoing legal battle with Massimo over the blood oxygen detection feature in the watches. Uh, the U.S. Trade Commission, the federal agency that handles trade-related mandates, previously issuing an order that would prohibit Apple from importing any Series 9 or any Ultra 2. Okay, why do we need our watches to check our blood oxygen level? And what's wrong if it does? 
Okay. Uh, it says here on, on December 27th, that's today, uh, Apple received a temporary win as an appeals court paused the ban allowing Apple to resume selling the devices. But according to Bloomberg, Apple has been working on software changes to the watch's blood oxygen detection. And the government is expected to decide on January 12th whether those updates are sufficient. So they're upset about the way the technology checks your blood oxygen level? I, I, I think there's a patent issue involved here. Okay. If, if I, I heard this story earlier today. So... Massimo is uh, the company that holds a patent on this sort of blood oxygen detection. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Does that make sense? Apple, so, once again, trying to claim they came out with the newest technology and right. all they're doing so, is stealing it from somebody else. So Massimo has the patent on the technology, but these um, watches are made in China. Okay. And every time they ship one into the United States, they're violating, according to Massimo, they're violating their patent. Okay. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, my problem is with the fact that my watch wants to monitor my blood oxygen level at all times. This, I mean, I don't understand this whole, I, obviously I get the fitness watch thing, but if you have blood oxygen concerns, something tells me you're not spending a whole lot of time in the gym anyway. And you're not wearing a workout watch? Yeah. So I don't understand what the goal is here other than to turn a hypochondriac into a super aggressive hypochondriac. hypochondriac. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it dropped below. I don't even know what the important numbers are for blood oxygen level. Better go to the doctor. Uh, for most people, passive income is a bit of extra pocket change that requires minimal effort to earn to supplement a main source of income. But for Steve Ballmer, it is $1 billion. Jerk. Who, who is Steve Ballmer, you may be asking? He is the sixth richest person in the world, and he is due to collect that amount, $1 billion, in dividends from Microsoft in 2024 for doing absolutely nothing. Good for him. Since Ballmer, the former CEO of Microsoft, owned 333 million shares of the company. Mm-hmm. He receives just shy of $1 billion in fiscal year 2024. I mean, he could go be the head coach of the Raiders next. They'll cut him a couple million a year just to not coach. By the way, he gets $1 billion regardless of how Microsoft performs next year. That's a good deal right there. Man. Wow. Okay. Uh, he made $656 million in 2018. Man, if only we all could have been coding geniuses. Uh, holiday sales rose this year. Spending remained resilient during the shopping season, even with Americans wrestling with higher prices in some areas and others with financial worries. Uh, holiday sales from the beginning of November through Christmas Eve climbed 3.1%. Oh, the economy is terrible. But yet we keep spending. Because the economy is not terrible. I will say they typically do not run these numbers inflation adjusted. Uh, and I don't know what the inflation was for the month of December and November, but if, inflation has been going down. I was going to say if inflation was 7.5% and there was only a 3.1 no. increase in spending. No, I, I think inflation's down to 3%. Okay. Based on the, the numbers I saw the other day. Um, 
Uh, clothing sales rose 2%. Jewelry, jewelry sales 2%. Ele- electronics did dip. And online sales jumped 6.3% from a year ago. In-person spending up 2.2%. Good. Well, and is th- is this the aftermath of everyone freaking out during the pandemic? Because while people were out of work and there was a large portion of the population that was struggling to get through the pandemic, everyone else who was making enough to survive was just sitting on their piles of money, praying to God they didn't lose their job. Mm-hmm. And so now all of a sudden they're like, well, let's spend away. Everybody's- but, but, but don't you think we're already post-pandemic? Oh, we're well post-pandemic, yeah. but still uh, in the economy anyway, it is, I, I think, a direct result of people sitting on that expendable money that they weren't willing to spend before, but now are willing I, I to don't, spend. I don't think I did anything. I'm trying to think. Um, I, I don't think I did anything differently this year as far as you know per person budgeting that I did the year before. Interesting point from the text line. Uh, we saw the interest rates go up, what, four times this year? Mm-hmm. And then just before the holiday season, there was word that they would drop. Here we go with conspiracy theories. Oh, God. Were people piling it up on the credit card, hoping that their interest rates would drop? I don't know how credit cards work. I've never had one. You've never had a credit card? Nope. Really? Mm-mm. Why not? Uh, I just I don't like owing people things. I've never owed someone anything in my life. Well, I don't like owing people things either, but at some point you're going to have to. I know, I know. It's a fear that (laughs) I have to get over. At at 26, I haven't gotten over it yet. I'm not judging you. (laughs) I am not judging you. I'm judging myself, so feel free to judge. 913-586-7798-586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Story here from CNN. An unaccompanied six-year-old child. Mm. Mm. An unaccompanied six-year-old child flying on Spirit Airlines to visit his grandmother in Fort Myers, Florida, was instead put on a flight to Orlando. 
in an emailed statement to CNN, Spirit Airlines, apologizing to the family, saying on December 21st that the child was supposed to fly from Philadelphia to Southwest Florida International Airport in Fort Myers. However, that child was, quote, incorrectly boarded on a plane to Orlando. Uh, Yes? What their apology should have said was, we're sorry we allowed someone to send their six-year-old alone on one of our planes. Please continue. That's where I'm going in just a minute. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Uh, The airline said in a statement to CNN, the child was always under the care and supervision of a spirit team member. And as soon as we discovered the uh, the error, we took immediate steps to communicate with the family and reconnect them. They were reconnected. Uh, Grandma was in a panic, didn't know where grandson was. I'm sure she was. He was in Orlando. He was supposed to be sent to Fort Myers. But can we have the the conversation very quickly? And this is not new. This was going on when I was a kid, especially when one parent, you know, parents were divorced and one parent lived in Kansas City and the other parent lived in, you know, Seattle, Washington or whatever. Yeah. Makes sense. Putting putting a young child onto a plane does not make sense. I, I would agree with you on that. It is not their fault that you chose to get a divorce and move to a different city. Take them to their other parent for visitation time. Don't just put them on a plane. They are your responsibility. Don't look at the flight attendant and be like, yeah, you can have Johnny. You're, 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 Sam, you will get no disagreement from me on this. Uh, by the way, uh, the TSA, or excuse me, the Department of Transportation says kids aged 5 to 11 are allowed to fly alone as long as they follow the unaccompanied minor procedures. Which is what? It sounds like a one-way ticket to child trafficking to me. <laughs> that is horrible. Why would you just put your six-year-old on a plane? I flew by myself at 14, and I was nervous as a 14-year-old. Now I can the, only imagine how a six-year-old felt. Now, the argument would be, well, we're paying the airline to make sure that they get from point A yeah. to point B. But the airline's not your babysitter. Yeah, good for them. Buy a second seat. Put your butt in it. Turn around and fly back. How was that vacation? Relaxing? Restful? That is a stop the planet story for me. Why would you put a six-year-old? I, I just don't get it. And then their apology. Oh, we're sorry we put him on the wrong flight. Incorrectly boarded. We're sorry that. <laughs> he was incorrectly boarded. <laughs> and, and by the way, thank you, Texter. You're right. The child was being flown to see his grandma. Number one. No six-year-old wants to go see grandma. Just being honest. No six-year-old could care less. Having said that, we have got to figure out a better way to transport children around our country than here's a couple extra bucks, Southwest or Spirit. Take care of my kid. I don't want to deal with it. Well, and we have background checks. We have a ton of licensing requirements for daycares. I don't think the flight attendant has those requirements. You you know, you have to know that when a flight attendant looks at the passenger log for that day and they see six-year-old Timmy is on this flight and six-year-old Timmy is flying without mom or dad, 
they're like, great. Yeah, great point from the text line. These parents are going to file a lawsuit against Spirit. And you know what Spirit's going to do? Settle for their dumb decision. Yes, it was very relaxing, my vacation. Thank you. You are on fire today. I didn't know that that's where that story was going to go. And I am, what the heck? Man. Yeah. Oof. Steven in Olathe, 586-7798. Steven, good afternoon. Hello. Oh, straight straight out the gate. This is the airline's issue, not the family's issue, not the child's issue. This is an incompetent airline issue. They should not offer the service if they don't want to do it, okay? Putting a kid on an enclosed capsule airline at a paid service, I expect my... I expect my service to be pulled through with, you know. I want them to be competent enough to be able to get my kid from point A to point B without losing him with my luggage. And if we're, if we're saying that we don't want our kids to go, our six-year-old kids, to go with somebody else, let's just stop putting them on school buses then. But, but st- I expect my I expect my school bus driver not to let my kid off three stops before. Also, and if he does, guess what? I'm going to be mad at him, mm-hmm. not not my kid. Well, and Stephen, we saw something similar recently where there was a guy accused of rushing onto a bus and attacking the driver because his daughter was not on that bus when it returned to his home. And that's also not okay, but that's very different than putting your kid on a plane and sending him, what, I don't know, eight states away. I didn't put my kid on a plane. I purchased a airplane ticket and a service through an airline. To put your they kid on a service, and that's it. Well, hang on, Steve. You just said I didn't put my kid on a plane. You did put your kid on a plane. Uh, no, you- I didn't just put my kid on a plane. I purchased a airline ticket for my kid and a service and a service. I didn't just stick my kid on a plane. I didn't just usher him onto a plane and say, okay, kid, you're on your own. No, you, no, you paid somebody else to usher him onto a plane. I put, I purchased a service offered by the airline for my kid to go to point A to point B without getting lost with luggage. Uh, and here's what I wonder, Stephen, thank you for the call. And it's a good call. In what other world do we pay people to take our six, seven-year-old kid and move them from this point here to this point over here where they're completely out of my sight? They're out of my ability to communicate with them. Now, the obvious answer is school. or or on a school bus. But you wouldn't put your kid in an Uber. Uh, You wouldn't have them call a taxi by themselves. No, you would not. You would not put your kid on a train at six and say, here, Mr. Conductor, here's an extra honey. Make sure my kid gets to Chicago, will you? Hop on the Greyhound for a couple of days. You, you You would not put your kid on a train you would not put your kid on a Greyhound bus. You would not put your kid in an Uber and tell the Uber driver, here's an extra 20, just make sure he gets there. Call me when he does. Also, great point from the text line. Steven kept mentioning losing my kid with my luggage. They lose luggage all the time. Yeah. But yet there's something about the airline 
where we're willing to take our most precious commodity, our, ch our child or our children, and we'll say, here's an extra $150. Can you just make sure that the heir to my family fortune gets where they're supposed to go? Thanks. Uh, from the text line, what is the appropriate age for traveling alone as a kid? Uh, I would argue if you... It's 14 or over. If you will get criminal charges for leaving them at home alone for a period of eight hours, putting them in a centrifuge or on a plane, fuselage, thank you, uh, for four hours by themselves should be equivalent. Let's go to Elizabeth in Kansas City. Elizabeth, good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi. So I have um, experience with this. When I was five, I flew from Kansas City to Philadelphia by myself to see my father. And it's not that our parents aren't worried about putting us on the plane, but there are precautions that the airline does take to make sure that we are safe. We get on the plane first. We get off last. There is a stewarded with us at all times. And it's not just a couple dollars that they pay to do this. We pay hundreds of dollars for our kids to be taken care of on that plane. So I have to disagree that it was a wrong thing for them to do, and I do think that it was the airline's mistake for letting the child get lost or putting it on the wrong plane and sending it somewhere else. Well, I, I don't dispute that. If they're going to offer the service, right? You know, and, and you're going to take money out of my wallet to get right. my kid from Philadelphia to Fort Myers, you better get my kid from Philadelphia to Fort Myers and not from right. Philadelphia to Orlando. Exactly. But, but 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 back to my original question, Elizabeth, what other mode of transportation would we be willing to pay people extra money to take care of our six-year-old kid? You know, I would say just the plane because I don't think there'd be anything else that I would put my kid on at this, you know, at my age and having mm -hmm. kids now, there probably wouldn't be something that I put on. I wouldn't put them on a taxi. I agree with that. I wouldn't do Uber. I would do none of that. No train. The plane to me seemed would be the safest bet, but... There's mixed opinions about that. So, mm. Mm. All right. Hey, do appreciate the call. Thank you for it. Have a wonderful day and a happy new year. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Be well. Alex, Chad, and the others, you guys hang tight. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Quick programming note, uh, the Missouri Tiger football team, uh, number nine in the country, playing in the Cotton Bowl on Friday night, 8 o'clock. You can hear all the play-by-play here on KMBZ, but the pregame starts at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So we are doing Festivus Friday at 4 o'clock on Friday. Missouri Tiger football at 5 o'clock on Friday afternoon here on the home of the Tigers, KMBZ. Oh, Johnny Denver always makes me think about my dad. go to Alex on 635. Alex, good afternoon. Hello. Good. Well, I'm actually home now, but uh, kind of ironic. Uh, John Denver planes and Spirit Airlines, a.k.a. crashes. Wow. Um, wow, so he went there. Wow. You guys got to calm down just a tad. Your, your America outrage is showing. The proper age of travel is a societal choice. I referenced Japan where they have two- and three-year-olds that can go out and do chores on their own. But Skipping ahead to the other thing, I have sent my son on a plane on his own, but with a caveat, I don't trust anyone. Deduce whatever trauma you want from that, especially in airlines. So the first leg would be from where he was staying at the time up in Canada. My father would drive him to Maine. He'd catch a flight to Boston, 
my mother would meet him and fly out for that second leg to make sure he got here. And that's how it always went. When I sent him home, I'd fly out to the first connection and he'd fly out to the next and so on. Okay. Unfortunately, when he came to live with me finally at 17, dummy got a transfer in O'Hare and he's like me and gets lost in all the lights and missed his flight. So anyways, it's a caveat. It's a balancing act. Half a chill pill, guys. Come on. <laughs> How much does it cost? Um, I, I've never flown a child alone. I'm assuming there's an extra cost, right? I don't know. At the times that I could afford it, money wasn't an issue. So I think the tickets right. averaged out to about seven or 800 bucks round trip. Okay. All right. Alex, do yeah. appreciate the call. Thank you for it. Have a good day. Be well. Happy uh, New Year. The unaccompanied minor program requires a fee of $150 each way on Delta. Okay, so 300 bucks. Uh, from the text line, several, several years ago, I was flying from Kansas City to Salt Lake. There were three seats in my row. Two were empty. The flight attendant came back to my seat uh, and said, do you mind if this five- or six-year-old sits here? And I said, sure. I never saw the flight attendant again. Hmm. They're in lies the problem. So you just drop that five or six-year-old off who would need daycare if you went to work for an eight-hour day, mm-hmm. and they're just there to fend for themselves. And, and, and this goes back to an old saying that I that I use, uh, love many, trust few. I love many, and I trust very few people. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm in the camp of let's let kids do more, right? but I don't think that Pushing them onto a plane by themselves is the way you do that. Let the kid walk to school in third grade if it's only a couple of blocks, right? But don't send them six hours away on a jet plane that you don't know if an emergency is going to happen in the air. And, and keep in mind, you can only take that kid up to security, right? Once they've gone through security, they are in the hands of a flight attendant who is not getting paid extra, I would guess. I don't know this for a fact. But it would be my guess that they're not being paid part of that $150 to make sure that little Timmy makes it from security to gate 43, right? And right. once he's at gate 43 for an hour and a half, that little Timmy gets onto that flight properly, make sure he finds his seat, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe that. So little Timmy is going to have to be on his own for a while. Well, Timmy might have to go to the bathroom. It's like the reverse Home Alone movie. There's a lot of people in an airport. I mean, there are three great places to go in this world to people watch. Number one is the Country Club Plaza. Number two is Washington Park in New York City. And number three is KCI. And you want me to put my six-year-old kid on a plane with some of the people that I see walking around any airport in America, no thank you. A great point from the text line. The service is only as good as the stewardess who was given the job. That's right. And, and if they're not making any extra, what's their incentive to make sure that they do it right? Pam in North Kansas City. Pam, hello. Hey, Scott. Hi. When, when, and uh, happy New Year to you. Same. Early. Um, when my when my daughter was young, she flew from Tampa to Kansas City. I had to pay for her to do that at a company. 
it so happened she flew on Christmas Day and there was a blue flu outbreak. They put that child in a room with other kids and took good care of her all day. They, they had to sit through several different flights because she couldn't fly directly like she was supposed to. She did get here in one piece. Now, in today's society, would I do that? No. 20-some-odd years ago when I did it, I didn't hesitate. See, Pam, this is what confuses me. We're safer today than we were 20 years ago. Not really. With all the trafficking going on, uh uh-uh. No. (laughs) Yes, we are. How? The, the, The crime statistics bear it out. We are safer today than we were 20 years ago. But the perception does not. Right, because why? You know why? Because of the 24-hour news cycle. That's right. We have a 24-hour news cycle Mm -hmm. that is no longer just on your cable news channels. It's also on your internet. And your streaming services. Right. And so how how do we get more people to watch, more people to listen? Well, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. You've got to tune in. We're going to tell you all about it here in just a moment. Well, oh my gosh. Oh my word. The world is going to hell. No, it's not. The world is safer today than it was 20 years ago. That's a fact. And if you're going to trust an airline to take care of your six-year-old, you had to pick Spirit. Wow. I mean, of all the airlines, Spirit was what you went with. Maybe JetBlue next time. Do you need a microphone so you can drop it? Or do you got your own? Little Virgin Airlines, maybe? Wow. (laughs) Quick break for the news coming up here in two minutes. Grumpy man over there is Sam Stevie III. I'll be better in about six minutes. Give me some time. Just back from 11 days off. I need my sandwich. (laughs) Dana Wright returns on Tuesday. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 